Welcome to another episode with Dr. Latifat, aka MoneyFeedMD. So the episode you're about to listen to was broadcasted on my vlog in the past, but it was so, so good. I had to bring it back to you on the podcast. So enjoy, take a listen. And of course, I want to know what you think. Have a good day. Here comes the episode. Hello, and welcome to another episode with your money coach, MoneyFeedMD. How are you guys doing today? So we are going to talk about a very important housekeeping topic today. So picture this, we're all going to die at some point, unfortunately or fortunately, however you may think about it. The recent events we've had with COVID has really taught us a lot of stuff. And one of those things is it's made us realize and emphasize the, the reality of our own mortality. So the question I have for you today is this, if something were to happen to you, is your family adequately covered to survive financially? What does that mean? When we die, our families are usually held liable or responsible for our debt, for our debt and also the funeral cost. So life insurance is really, really important because as we all know, when we lose a family member, it's devastating. And to have to have the financial stress in addition to that can be double blow on top of an already devastating loss. So do you have insurance, life insurance? Do you have adequate life insurance? Because those are two very, very different things. And we're going to be talking about that today. So an interesting statistics, about six out of 10 Americans said they have life insurance. However, more than 50% of those people are not sure if they have adequate coverage or not. There was another study actually looking at people and they said about a third of people that were surveyed in that study were worried that their spouses or partners may not have adequate coverage in case of a death. So this is actually a really, really important topic. Very not sexy. <laughs> it's not a date nine kind of conversation, but it's so important. Uh, when we decided to get life insurance, it sort of gives you the EBGBs where you're like, well, maybe if I talk about it, then death is going to happen. Death is inevitable. It's going to come at some point. Our hope and our prayer is that we live long. However, when it does come, let's just prepare for it. Let's hope for the best, but prepare for the worst, right? Our family deserves that. So the question now is who should have life insurance? In my opinion, and according to a lot of experts, you should have health insurance, not health insurance, you should have life insurance. Everyone should have health insurance if possible. Um, but you should have life insurance if you are an adult that have anyone that is dependent on you for financial support. So if you have children, if you have spouses, if you have uh, parents that may be responsible, but may be dependent on you for financial support, you should definitely have life insurance. So the question now is, what kind of life insurance should you have? There are different types. And the main two groups that we do have are the term life and the whole life. I'm not going to talk too much about the whole life insurance. And the reason why is because honestly, I don't think, well, not anyone, but I think that only a few people should have whole life. And the reason why is because whole life ends up being more expensive than term life every month. And what it is, is it's uh, the combining life insurance and also an investment vehicle. But if you think about how much you're actually paying every month in the cost and you actually had life insurance that was separate and invested the difference, you would come out on top. 
Um, keep in mind though, a lot of agents are going to recommend whole life to you. And the reason why is because they do get a big pay when you do get your whole life term, a life policy. So, um, keep that in mind. Again, there are very few people that whole life makes sense. And if you have a ton of money and you've maxed out every taxable or tax efficient vehicles you can find, it could be an option. And they're very rare. Um, there's some other unusual situations where there's family illness or comorbidities where there's a thought that someone may end up not being insured long term in those people it may but again those are the exceptions to the rule so I'm not going to talk too much about whole life today but in terms of term insurance term life insurance as the term says as the word says it's term so you're paying for insurance for a specified term and the term can vary from 10 years to 30 years and the question is how much how long of an insurance length or how much term length should you get and that really depends on you and what how you're doing financially the goal is for you to get coverage until when you're financially ind independent so in some people that may be 20 years and some people that may be 30 years but the goal is to try and get the longest term that you can get especially if you're relatively young honestly life insurance is actually really really cheap per month which is why every one of us should get life insurance if you qualify or if you meet the criteria that i did um, described earlier which is if you have anyone that's dependent on you so 10 to 30 years is the typical range that people have there are times when people may actually choose to have multiple policies where they have a specific amount for 10 years a specific amount for 20 years a specific amount of 30 years and that is called laddering where the closer you get to financial independence the more different or decrease the amount that you may need in life insurance because the assumption is that by that time you have a ton of money saved that if something was going to happen your family would be able to take care of it or your debt is almost gone maybe you don't have a mortgage at that time so that's the whole idea about the time, amount of time that you should be you should be getting coverage for and then the other question that I brought up earlier is how much should you get in life insurance because if one-third of people that were surveyed in a study are concerned that their spouses or partners may not have sufficient health life insurance then that's something that we should need clearly there's a need to think deeply about how much we're getting right because anything is better than nothing but sufficient is better than just a little bit right so what I want you to do is think about how much responsibilities your family spouse your kids your parents may need to have if something was to happen to you so for example funeral costs is something you need to think about how long would, how much would it cost for you to be buried um, number two is you cannot underestimate the amount of effect psychological physical effect that this may have on your spouse so if you have a spouse that's working or not working you need to think of how much they would need or at least make allowance to have them covered covered in case they were not able to go back to work or if they needed to cut down to part-time so that they can have more time to take care of the family and do some other things that you may have been doing while you were around but unfortunately unable to do anymore okay and then the other thing is how much debt do you have do you have a lot of debt whether that's like car loan mortgage you want to make sure all that can be covered if you were to pass away because ultimately your family is going to be held liable liable for those there are some specific debt like federal student loan and some private student loan that may be forgivable a death but make sure you look at it because ultimately you want to make sure that's covered as well 
Okay, so that's a very important topic. So the amount you have depends on what the responsibilities you would want to take care of your funeral, the debt you have, your mortgage, covering the cost of lifestyle for your family if your spouse needs to go down and be decreased by how much they're able to work. Then the next question then is where do you get this from, right? You can talk to an agent, but be aware that a lot of agents are going to try and push your whole life on you. But it's best for you to be prepared. So you can go online and I'll include two links in the comment about some website you can check out for where you can get your, uh, at least get some quotes on you, enter some general information, they plug it in, they give you an idea of what you'd qualify for, and they give you contact information for some agents that you can reach out to. The thing to keep in mind is with COVID, there's been some changes with the insurance world. As you know, COVID has devastated our world, not just our nation, in lots of unimaginable ways. So there's been a high payout from insurance companies as people are dying and families are needing to um, get the insurance payment that their loved ones have already prepared for them in advance. Uh, but it looks like there may be some changes coming to the life insurance world where there may be some exceptions. And they also add in some specific questions like, have you been exposed to COVID? Just to get a sense of how high risk you are, because ultimately the insurance company doesn't want to do a payout. So they have to make sure they CYA cover their own behind as well. So those are the things to keep in mind. So for this week, this is such an important topic and I typically don't give you guys homework, but for this week, I'm gonna give you homework, which is I want you to check and find out what kind of life insurance do you have. Make sure that the life insurance you have is not that the one that's specifically related to your job or you're attached to your job, because if you leave your job, then that stays with your job and you now older without life insurance and the older you get the more likely you are to have comorbidities or health risks or health issues which means that your insurance is either going to be higher or you may un be unable to get life insurance the other thing to keep in mind for especially for us women is if you are thinking of getting pregnant if you plan on getting pregnant before pregnancy is probably a good time to look at health life insurance i keep saying health insurance life insurance is what we're talking about today but you should look into health insurance too if you don't already have one but anyways, look into life insurance before you get pregnant. And the reason why things happen in pregnancy, it's probably one of the more co medically complex things a lot of us are going to go through, to be honest with you. And things like, you know, pregnancy-related diabetes comes up, hypertension, and all this other stuff that can definitely increase the, your medical conditions or also just make you higher cost of um cost of coverage. So keep those in mind. I hope this has been useful for you. Make sure you calculate how much you would need, your family would need if something was to happen to you. Check out those links in the comment and remember to like my page, follow my page. And if you have any questions, just click the send the email or send me a message on am. I hope you're fantastic week. I hope your week goes great and I am looking forward to the next episode. Ciao. Bye-bye. If you've loved listening to this episode, be sure to leave us a review. You know that I love to hear from you. And who knows, you may get a shout out in the next recording. And also be sure to subscribe and share with those that are in your community because when you grow, we all grow together. Mm -hmm.